This is a song which, uh, for those of you who have been here before, you heard me go through this, but it's a special song to me. So the uh, first song on the first side of the first Michael Stanley album goes like this.
Desolation Angel Radio, Kip Williams with you. This has been an interesting year. And of course, if I start the show off with one of my all-time favorites from back in the 70s, we know it's a Comstock Breakfast Club 75 show and meeting as well. This, this particular show, what I asked was this, for a year now, we have been meeting, I have been recording it, and I take all my suggestions for the music for those shows from them, from John, Diane, Tom, Steve, Gina, uh, Jill, Paula, um, the, it, the people that mean so much to me, but I've never identified who requested which one. And we're going to do that different because we're at a year anniversary. And so what you're going to hear very specifically is music that they've picked, and you're going to hear from them why. Uh, and I'm doing the same thing. I'm in a very reflective mood. Uh, I recorded the, the call with them just before my birthday and Thanksgiving weekend, um, just before Diane's birthday, and it's momentous for all of us. Um, very momentous, the lives we've lived. And, and they, they talk about why they picked the particular songs. Rosewood Bitters by Michael Stanley. Uh, that song has stuck with me forever. And it speaks to me. It speaks to me. It spoke to me back then and it speaks to me now of the life I've led. I've lived a lot of places, I've done a lot of things, I've met a lot of people. But at the end of the day, I always reflect back on who I've become and the people I've interacted with, the souls that I've known, um, because this is my time of year. Uh, as I'm recording this and finishing up the podcast, Diane's birthday is past, my birthday is past, Thanksgiving was just yesterday, and, and it's often a day of gratitude and reflection for people. On, uh, on the lives they have, and I love my life. I love the, the crews and the people in my life. I'll talk more about that you know, when we get closer to the end. Um, this is also my time of year. Anyone who knows me well knows that I founded a benefit and charity here in Buffalo called the Nomad Project that takes care of the missions and shelters, Haven House, the DV shelter, um, Friends of the Night people, Buffalo City Mission. Um, it's so many different different places, Compass House. And uh, I spend time on the holidays up at Oshai Children's Hospital and, and the long-term living wing of the VA hospital. It's something I do to try and give back to the world because I think I, I need to do that because my life has been so good. Um, and, and it's always necessary, I think, to, to look back at those kind of things. It, and, and so when I asked people, Tom couldn't join us in the meeting, but uh, he really thought about it. And, and the song I'm going to play next um, is, is one that he requested, and I'm going to tell you why. It's, it's a Don McLean song, not as well known as some other Don McLean's. It's called Crossroads, and, and in Tom's words. It's not well known. It's not most recognized. But it is a lonely ballad that strikes a nerve for those who struggle with themselves and who they are, who they were, and who they have become. More importantly, the who they are as impacting who they love. 
trying to walk together through the storm of life, yet they still manage to keep pressing on no matter what they have planned. Crossroads by Don McLean, and I think it's perfect. And, and, and I thank Tom for being brave enough to say this is what he wanted and why. And, and the same for everybody else. You'll hear it in, in the conversation with them, um, what they asked for and why. Uh, and we'll launch right into that music, and then I'll come back and talk about it, you know, a little later. But the, the, the biggest thing to me is, as you reach this stage of life, you reflect on who, you, who you've been, what you've done, who you are, and the people you still have around you, and how you affect them. And I suppose that's why I have that reputation as Kip Williams, because I try to be there for people. And I try to always keep pressing on no matter what, no matter how bad things get. And to be honest, I've come through a really, really tough 18-month stretch. And those people, um, Tom, John, Diane, Steve, Gina, Jill, Paula, they, they're part of the group that's seen me through it. The other group, of course, being my Heron folks and Nicole and then uh, my brothers and sisters out at the Heron, you know, Paige and Jen. Julie and Steve, Dominic, Josh, uh, Ryan, Janice, you know, and, and there's other people that have been with me over 50 years, people like Craig, you know, but uh, I'm a lucky human being. And I've done, have I done everything perfect? No. Have I done some really screwed up things? Yeah. But the point is you keep pressing on, and, and you've heard me say it, especially for the last two, three years, you know, the question is, who am I now? And what kind of impact am I going to have on the world and on the people around me? So that's what Rosewood Bitters speaks to me about. And that's what this song coming up, Crossroads by Don McLean, speaks about. I've got nothing on my mind, nothing to remember. Nothing to forget And I've got nothing to regret But I'm all tied up on the inside And no one knows quite what I've got And I know that on the outside What I used to be Still feel it Can you find 
Tom's going to get out, and I'll get this out of him um, on a phone call at the very least. Mm-hmm. But he sent me a really interesting one. Just that um, it was a Don McLean song, and he just says it's not well known, it's not most would recognize, but it's a lonely ballad that strikes a nerve for those who struggle with themselves and who they are, who they were, and who they have become. More importantly, the who they are is impacting who they love. You know, trying to walk together through the storm of life, yet they still manage to keep pressing on no matter what they have planned. So it's a song called Crossroads by Don McLean. Hmm. So, I don't think I've heard it. So Right. It'll be interesting to put on there. But but the point, and I typed it, the, the thing is, is that you all are well known to about like about 30,000 people you don't know um, <laughs> because they listen regardless of the subject matter. And, and it's been interesting over the last year because they really like the music that comes in those episodes of, of the Comstock Breakfast Club. And they're like, they, there's some really good music they pick out. And you're, you're very clear about saying, hey, they picked this music out. Um, and so I, I thought this week, because I'm also going to grab some of my harem people too, you know, who, who are part of, of some of the other broadcasts and say, hey, you know, um, you, you know, you, you can pick one, too, and say hi to people. But I thought it would be really nice because they know your voices, because I've never said, OK, this person picked this one out, this person picked this one out to really give you a chance to, to tell the people that are listening whom you've impacted and never, never met. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is what I'm picking out, and this is why I'm picking it out. Mm. You know, yeah. because it means something to me, and and why? Because because I th- I found it because they will they'll 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 email me directly. You know, at the podcast site and go, that's really good music those people picked out. <laughs> <coughs> so I thought maybe a quick one because after the meal I just ate, I definitely got to go to the gym and put some cardio in. <laughs> oh, dude, two empanadas, and then decided to finish off what was left of some frozen red lobster 
Cheddar Bay biscuit coated shrimp. Like, oh boy! Okay. I just had dinner. I'm already hungry. Listening okay, to that. <laughs> I gotta go put some cardio in. <laughs> yeah, mine's still in the oven. So <laughs> what do you? I didn't get done golfing today until three o'clock. I was so gonna say that's, really a, that's a late dinner. So what do you? What are you it cooking is. tonight? What are you cooking tonight, John? I have um actually this is one of my like one of those things I throw together, but it's chicken with some um interesting herb spices in hey. a pan with potatoes, olives, tomatoes, and onion, and I put it all in the oven and just Ooh. let it bake. I I just bookmarked in a, today this whole article with like thirty high fiber pasta one pot pasta dishes. For yeah. winter, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. This is kind of like a Moroccan, right. like a Moroccan Yeah, it sounds it sounds like a little. It uh, does. Yeah, so Middle Eastern flair there. It is. I can't believe I'm on with three guys, and and you guys are talking recipes when I got on. <laughs> you you I think love you, it. you jumped on the wrong site, Diana? It, it, <laughs> in my in my case, you know, it's like I've been single a long time. Yeah. And and it's yep. expensive to eat out, and the other part of it is is. It's not always the healthiest thing to eat out. Although what right. you missed, you missed what I fixed tonight. What I fixed tonight, I had to go to the gym and do cardio. That's all. That, I'm not gonna repeat yeah, I the love whole all menu. the things that you eat and share. Well, tonight was empanadas, and although one was spinach and cheese, it did have you know uh -huh. spinach in it. But empanadas, and then some what was left of some frozen red lobster, cheddar bay coated biscuit coated shrimp. It's like, and I gotta go get on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, good for you. I'm getting ready to leave. I'm leaving tomorrow for uh, uh, Florida. So I, that I, I, I just was like, I didn't see that there was a Google Meet tonight. That's why I'm like, oh, I could chat tomorrow. Are you going to Florida for your birthday? I am. Yeah. Who are you going to Florida with? Um, Larry's brother rented a house down there, like a big house, and he's going to work there for three weeks. Um, and so they invited us down. They just said, "Pick a week." And I said, "Well, my birthday week, of course." Yeah. We just rented a house. We just rented a house on Tybee Island for oh from January twentieth to February twentieth. I should say oh, it's wow. a house. It's a it's a cottage. It's called Coastal Soul Cottage. On my sister-in-law goes there often with uh, a friend of hers. So, yeah. so we have yeah. some friends that go down there around that time of year too. So we decided to go down there for a, drive down for a month just to get out of the cold. So. Well, oh, I, you're going to drive? Yeah. Well, you're just into that driving, aren't you? Well, that, that way we can take the dogs. Yeah. And I can be down there and Rob's going to work remotely from down there. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah. Well, I can, isn't that nice that that's an option that never was yeah. before? You know? Absolutely. Well, I, yeah. I, I'm looking at contracts for the winter and, and there is a paper mill that's being recommissioned in coastal South Carolina that's mm. looking at, you know, they, they want somebody to come in and, and look at their maintenance uh, issues and maintenance processes and look at their maintenance plans. And, um, and there's that and Kellogg's in Battle Creek and then one in Chicago. And I'm looking going South Carolina in January and February. Battle well, Creek. I thought you were doing something long term. This is just a short one. Well, the 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 long term one that this is part of the long term. I'll tell you the whole story, and and you all will appreciate it. I spent eighteen months pretty much scrounging for contracts, and then me being me, 
I finally decided that I was going to figure out what was going on with the system because now it's really all AI and ATS that looks at, at resumes and it's really all online. So I kind of broke the code down they wrote it with and then I reworded and reformatted my resume and now I'm hmm. the most popular guy in the high school. <laughs> Everybody wow. wants to go to homecoming dance with me. My phone is <laughs> ringing off the hook because I changed wow. some phrases. I changed a few things. It's like, wow, this works. <laughs> you know? So, wow, that's but, yeah, cool. There, there's a long-term one. Price Waterhouse Coopers is is trying to get a hold of me. They're looking at uh, director. They're trying to expand beyond finance and 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 analytics and get into manufacturing and um, business processes in the manufacturing arena. So that'd be real long term, and that'd kind of be. I'm looking Price Waterhouse. That'd be kind of nice <laughs> to you know finish out my career with. Where's that yeah. at, Kip? Uh, that would be all over. That would be based out of New York City, but me working in Buffalo. Okay. Remote, and then going wherever the customer gets. So you called. could stay. You could stay where you're at. I could stay where I'm Location, at, or yeah. I could go somewhere else. Yeah. And the, but the other thing is, Diane, with you leaving tomorrow, and and I actually remember you telling me last week when you were leaving, is that this gives us a very cheesy opportunity to at least by face and voice wish you a happy birthday early. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Actually, now you need to sing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday okay, to <laughs> you. Yeah. I always oh, wow. hate it. Come on. We, happy we birthday dear Happy birthday to you. Thank you very much. And the, the other thing I'll say that I'll edit out of here, just be glad you're not a member of the Heron staff. We have our own birthday song that all of us have come over time to go, oh my God. No, don't sing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. But yeah. happy, happy, very seriously, very, very happy birthday to yes, you. Yes, happy you birthday. Such a wonderful Thank light in the world. The last, really the last one of us to turn 66, right? I think Kip's younger than me. That'd be me. No. Oh. That'd be me next Tuesday. Oh, next yeah. Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, I thought I was. but I was just two weeks ago. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. for all those November, are you November? Yeah. Yeah. October 25th. Uh, right. I guess I'm okay. the oldest one here. I, my birthday was in August. so. <laughs> and the other part of it is, is you're with a bunch of Scorpios. Think yeah, about I'm that. a Leo. <laughs> Every so often, I'll pull my Mary's a, Mary's a Leo. I'll I'll pull my chart up, and and it literally is nothing below midline. And ev because of Kalamazoo and the day I was born, every node points to Scorpio. I look at people and go, quintuple Scorpio. Any more questions? It should answer everything. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh yeah. So, but, but I, the other part of it is, and, and Diane is, is I typed it and, and Tom's already sent me a text. I got to get him on the phone, but you know, I, I really did tell you last week, there's 30,000 people who listen and they love all of you. They really do. And they're very, very impacted by the episodes that we do and by the music you all pick. I know, but by the music you all pick and I, and I've never said 
this person picked this one and this person picked this one. Yeah. But we're, we're going to do that tonight. And that's, that's why I said, think about it a little while. Well, you know? I did. Quite frankly, I don't remember the things I picked. Um, I do know that I picked what, what was meaningful to me in high school. And I, I remember, I, I think it was the first one we did. And I did Band on the Run. Uh-huh. And when that played, it was just like, oh, I mean, you know, I loved it. I loved it. That it was part of our, you know. Right. Well, that, I, but you can pick, if you want to pick that again, you know. And... Well, I put a lot of thought into it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this makes any sense. I'm probably, but I was just trying to think of, all right, who do I really love? And who, um, it's like Janis Joplin and Joe Cocker with their gritty, bluesy voices. It's my absolute favorite. Mm-hmm. And when Janis did uh, Bobby McGee, I had a boyfriend named Mark McNee, so of course I, you know, changed the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was in seventh or eighth grade, but it's like I just love both of their voices. And if I had to pick, you know, just a favorite, you know, it's those two. I just love their voices. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Well, you can love you can pick two. Gritty. You can pick both of them if you want. And uh, you know, uh, Joe Cocker. It's like he. I mean, I don't think that I. I don't know if he writes. All, but when he, when a man loves a woman, and I, I think it was Percy Sludge or whatever, it was his song. Yeah. But when Joe Cocker does it, it's like, oh my God. It's I, amazing. I, I get he, it. He's many amazing songs. To, to, to this day, I'll sit down and listen to the Mad Dogs and Englishman album all the way through, which is to me just amazing. It really is. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know, but I'm going to go to John next. Of course, right okay. after you, because okay. John has. Well, anyway, that's just what I love, and yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. you know, I got married in New Orleans, and yep. I just love blues and gritty voices. Maybe that's why you're my friend, Kip. <laughs> my voice can properly be defined as gritty. That's yeah, yeah. and if I could sing, that's what I'd want to sing like Janis Joplin. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'd want to sing like. Yeah. So. So. But I, but I won't choir. So. Good choices. Good choices. I think they're Thanks. good choices. They're great. So, John, I know you have a particular choice, and you said there's a story behind it. Well, you know, it's, um, it's okay. So my choice that I sent you is a song that probably not a lot of you have ever heard. I didn't. Um, you've never heard. Um, mm-hmm. It's called, the, name, the title of the song is We Will Meet Again, um, and, and it's by Olita Adams. And if you've ever heard Alita Adams' voice, her voice is pure um, rapture, as far as I'm concerned. It, I mean, the notes and the quality, the, the the tone of her voice. But this song was, she released it back in the 90s. And uh-huh. if you all remember what was going on back in the 90s, we were at the, eight, the height of the AIDS crisis. And it seemed like every few months I was losing a friend. Somebody's calling in on Comstock. Yep, yeah, I'm, I'm going to grab it. That's, that's Gina. Okay. Um, so we Hi, were at the Gina. height of the AIDS crisis, and I was losing. I'm good. I jump on the Google link, the Google Meet link that I put in there, and I'll let okay. you in, okay? That's where we are. Okay. All right. Um, and, and I just posted a, a picture on our, our uh, messenger link between everybody. 
of um, my partner, Mark, that I was with for a number of years, that Mark also passed away. Um, and this song, We Will Meet Again, when I first heard it, it was one of those songs that I just sat and I cried. Aww. And I, and every time that I needed, I needed that release, I would listen to the song. It's gone on to mean something different for me. Um, and and the, with the passing of my mom and my brother 30 days apart, that, you know, it reminded me of, you know, of, of that, that same sense of loss and the fact that we will meet again. But on the, the other side of that, the flip side of the loss of somebody forever, I think that the also that the song has a message that we will meet again if, if we stay in touch with one another. And what we are doing reminds me of that song, Aww. that um, that we can reunite and we can make connections before it's too late. And that's the reason that song is so important to me. Oh, that's just so You were just that, so eloquent. That is wonderful. I don't know about eloquent, but. Yes, yes. But, but that song, that song takes me back. And when I, when I have somebody that loses someone and they're struggling, I send them that song. I say, just listen to the words and listen to her voice. And. It might make you cry. You might cry all the way through it, but I guarantee you, you're going to play it a second time. And the mm -hmm. second time, it just, it makes you feel that much better. Mm -hmm. and, and, and besides that, I think Alita Adams is a terrific artist that is. Well, I'm going to listen to it for sure. I, I think. So thanks I, for putting it out there. Yes, And thank it's like, you. I love what you said. And this group and all of us getting together, it's like, you know, I love it. Steve, it, it, yeah, I love being uh, friends with you on here and getting to know, know you, and yeah, it's, it's great, and a lot of fun. Because because when you were talking, John, wh hi Gina, what hi, Gina. Gina. What, what hi. I was what I was thinking of, and and I know you saw me put it up there. My friend Carrie Kate just wrote and produced a show here in Buffalo that looks like it's headed for Broadway called Hoarding Hope, which is based on the diaries, journals, and, and recollections of the people who were caretakers in New York City and Buffalo in the early days of the AIDS crisis. Yeah. And, and they finally put it, you know, on, on paper. It was a really powerful show. It was a tremendously powerful show. And, and it was one of those where... It was quite a time. Let's yeah. For sure. Was, it was. So, but... And... and Gina, I, I saw you put some albums there. We're going to talk to Steve here in a second. Steve, I, right. I, I saw that you put one out there. Why, why, did, why did you put it there? Uh, yeah, well, boy, I have to follow John. I'm not, mine isn't quite that profound or meaningful. But, um, I mean, for me, music has always been like particular songs just kind of take me back to a, a specific time and place. And mm -hmm. actually just driving home uh, from work yesterday, I heard that song, Handle With Care, by the Traveling Wilburys. Um, it came out at a time, I was at the end of my residency, um, and some of the words in there, you know, somebody, um, we all need someone to lean on, and that's kind of a, uh, one of the theme songs we, we had to kind of get us through. Um, and um, it was, it was a, an eventful year. I finished residency, started my adult job at the University of Michigan and got married. So it just, 
kind of instantly transported me back to those times. And um, just, it's a great, great memory. I'm, you know, um, singing away the music and <laughs> don't really care who sees me in the car next to me passing. And because, you know, <laughs> I know all the words by heart. So, um, so yeah, plus my, one of my favorite lines ever in the song is reputations changeable, situations tolerable. Those are Tom Petty lines. So um, that, that, that's, it was just kind of a spontaneous thing for me. So, but it, it, it takes me back. So good. That, I love God, it. I love that. I do. I, I think it's wonderful. And, and, and Gina, I saw you put Steely Dan in the chat. Yes, that's definitely from high school. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of memories with Patty Taylor. You guys probably all remember Patty Taylor. Mm -hmm. uh, one of my girls back in high school. Um, she and Renee Koderak and I used to hang out a lot together. And that was one of our favorite albums for sure. Mm -hmm. And every time I hear it brings up lots of memories. Everybody's so familiar with reeling in the years. But um, Dirty Work. And Brooklyn are probably my two favorite songs off that album. Mm -hmm. I love Dirty Work, and that has I, a, it has well, it has a personal resonance for me. If, 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 if we recall what I was like in my early twenties, it's it's got some personal resonance for me. <laughs> Absolutely, and then. Um, that real early Doobie Brothers album, The Captain and Me, I just think it's a beautiful album. It's my favorite album by them. Um, and and again, it has a lot of a lot of memories. We we used to hang around a lot with Dennis Fink, who recently passed away. So I've been thinking about those old times a lot, and both of these albums um, really represent that for me. Okay. And and what do you what do you want off of that album? What do you, what do you think? Off of the Captain and Me, probably Ukiah and the Captain and Me. The Ukiah is a good one. There's some great <laughs> melodies in there, great harmonies. And I saw yeah, and it flows right into the Captain and Me. Right. Yeah, and, I love that. And and you were talking about um, Steely Dan and the Doobie Brothers. I, I saw the greatest meme on Facebook, and it was a picture of Skunk Baxter. Jeff Skunk Baxter, and it just said, you might be cool, but you'll never be doctoral consultant in astrophysics to NASA, <laughs> rhythm guitar player for Steely Dan, or lead yeah. guitar player for Steely Dan, rhythm guitar mm -hmm. for the Doobie Brothers Cool. You just won't be, mm -hmm. no matter who you are. <laughs> um, hey, Kip, yeah. can, if, if I was going to throw a second song. Yes, you there, can. I, I was just focusing on one, but there's another one that was that actually came out while we were. I, I think, if I remember correctly, it came out around '73, maybe '74. So while while we were in high school, and it was Gladys Knight and the Pips, and it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. Oh my oh, yeah. God, that thing has and, incredible. And every time I hear that that song, you just it reminds to dance your butt me. Off. What? What? You want thing? to dance your butt off? <laughs> yeah, I, I do. But at the same time, that you know, I think that that's another song that people in our lives—not maybe it's not the person that we're married to, maybe it's not the person that we're sleeping with, maybe it's not the person that we've spent most of our lives with—but that song can 
can also bring that message that different people touch you in different ways throughout your life. Yeah. yeah. And and I think and I, and I love that song. I that will Ain't go what there. Song it is? Best what is it? best thing that ever happened to me. A whole My Gladys yep. Knight. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> that is a good song. It is. And, and yeah, if anything, if anything, I think that really, that strikes to the heart of this because, you know, it's like when, when I called John, you know, over a year ago and we started doing this, it was a very personal, selfish reason on my part. I was still trying to figure out who I was at, after the experience of the pandemic and the job I had and trying to figure out how I had wound up, you know, in this place in my life. And, and what's happened over the course of the year is that I have been reminded how much you all have contributed to who I am and how much I love every one of you and love reconnecting with you. Well, yeah, the reconnection's great. Yeah, love it. And, 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 and I think that, that John, you're, you're, that's so profound. That's so very profound. You know what what you have to say about it it really is um, yeah you know, and the music really resurrects all those old memories mm -hmm. you know it does i mean it's like everybody knows and especially with the show when i'm doing i listen to a lot of things released today but in every case i can trace it back to something i loved back in the 70s mm -hmm. to go mm -hmm. hey, this is not different yeah. This is just yeah, an and I never picked a single song from Saturday Night Fever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that whole era. I mean, I was right here when John Travolta came down the street, Division Street, in the back of a, I don't even know what, it, Mercedes Benz or something, but convertible. And it was just like, it, it was just crazy. It was so awesome, you know? Because hmm. that, I mean, that's the just biggest that part little, of it. I loved it. I lived there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I think about that, but but I do talk to people all the time about who you are, that the things you talk about are only a little sliver of of what you've done with your lives and who you've you know who you became, and and how important you are and the impact you've had on the world, and and the impact you've had on me and the impact on other people, and and you are you're all important. And, and so, you know, last year was 65. We all know that because we're all the same age. And I managed to spend it alone in the ER with a concussion, mm -hmm. thanks to Buffalo's first killer blizzard. But <laughs> it's kind of like as I head into this birthday, and Diane, you're heading into yours. I head into yeah. mine next Tuesday. Yeah. 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 So, so it, it's one of those where I'm reflecting on how lucky I am to have the people in my life I have, you know, and I'm so grateful. I, you know, I think when you, you know, have a birthday, you know, and you think about your life and getting older and all of that, and, you know, it's, it's a journey and, you know, it's the people and the experiences that you have along the way yeah. that make you who you are. And, you know, all the people that are part of, your life are part of you, you know, yeah. because and, all connected, and, you and, know. And I've reflected yeah. more and more, you know. I have just because in the space since we last talked, we had my buddy Danny have his eighth heart attack and me have to get him to Cleveland. My buddy Ash have surgery that I had to get him into and out of and back home. 
a little friend named Lindsay from the Heron, whose 16 year old daughter just had a tumor the size of a walnut removed from her brain. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah and, and we'll be up at Oshai for a month. And then Saturday night, I was finally taking a break and there was two couples that wanted to go out to dinner with me. And Jimmy no more than sat down in a chair and hit the floor. And everybody mm. in the restaurant just knows me and just yelled, Kip, <laughs> you know, because I've become that guy. It's like with me down on his chest and pointing to people going, you call 911. You hold people back here, you know. But but you, for me, you know, those birthdays hit. And also because of all those situations, I look at mortality. I think about it, you know, and go, okay. Yep. <laughs> there, yeah, there's a lot less, you know, mornings ahead of me than, right. than there is behind me. Yeah. But they counted those days well, behind just, me. And like my friends count. You know, that you want to do, you know. Yeah. And, you know, it, John, it's fabulous that you can, you know, go and do and and it's, it, you know, it makes life wonderful when you get to do things like that and see mm -hmm. new things and experience new things. Hey, Gina, sorry to change the subject, but this is a question that's been bugging me not bugging me but i'm curious did you make it to finland for that he did not because my friend whose son was getting married um she couldn't travel okay i was wondering she was in a really bad place with her cancer yeah but i was just over in ann arbor and saw her the other day and we're making plans to do amsterdam next year so hopefully she'll okay. come Right. I was thinking about her. So, yeah. He's just up, but he's kind of up and down with that cancer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That cancer. I know. Stay grateful every day for my help. Yeah. We're all very fortunate. <clears throat> I do yeah. feel my pains. Yeah. Don't you guys? You were yeah, going to say, yeah, it, it lets you know you're alive, which is a yeah. good yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I do exercises in bed before I get up. I stretch and I do twists and turns and leg lifts and all that. And Larry was in is the shower. Is that what you call that, exercise? Well, listen to this. So Larry comes back from the shower. He's like, what are you doing? I go, exercising. He goes, oh, you're not an there. invalid. <laughs> and, but now he's used to it. He goes, and now his new line. Better than nothing. Better than nothing. It's yeah. like, right. right. I, so, makes me feel like ready to get up, you know, and then I yeah. come out and do, you know, like, uh, you know, weights. And I mean, I don't do anything big of a deal, but, you know, just kind of getting the kinks out, arm circles and, you know, light weights. And, it, you know, I use railing as a ballet bar, but, you know, just for like, <laughs> well, I, I mean, talking five minutes. But yeah, it, it took it took me till I was it, fifty. I'm not right, but I do I do yoga every day, I just do to too. just to stay flexible, you know, and keep moving. Yeah, the yoga yeah. does help. Yeah. You know, and for many many years I worked in the hospital, and you know the hospital was so good about in serving us in servicing us every year about protecting your back, and I was so great about that. I don't have low back pain at all it's my shoulders yeah yeah mm -hmm. that really hurts too yeah like tension and yeah. people and moving them and yeah it's my neck yeah it's but my I knees a, your, your, <laughs> have you had your knees on no no 
But and I and they told me ten years ago the next time they saw me it would be for a knee replacement. I refuse. I I do everything that I possibly can. Yeah. But, yeah. From, from years of the, the the few years of the dancing and then yeah aerobics classes the pounding of aerobics classes. I always um, hated aerobics. Yeah. <laughs> but for for now, me but, but I I just checked my thing a little. I I walked eleven thousand. Steps today. So, so. Oh, great. And and I said, you know, I was talking before everybody got on with Steve and John that I got to get to the gym and get get my you know my get my mile in tonight. I was reading some great articles in uh, online where from studies they're looking at the number of steps and the pace that you do, and along with exercise, how it ties into longevity. To the point now where it looks like they're breaking it down by this X many number of steps gets you 11% away from an unexpected cardiac event. Then another mm-hmm. X number gets you 27 Along with your glass away. of red wine. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, in, in my case, no, we do not want Kip drinking. Not Because this, yeah. this January will be 43 years, so. Yeah, um, that's great too. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kip, it's not only um, unexpected cardiac events or stroke or heart attack. It's also you're finding more and more about regular exercise and just um, your your mental acuity. So you know, pre- preventing um, at least slowing down the process of you know uh, dementia and and, ment- and mental decline. So um, it, it's it's really really important. So that, that's, what about pulse? Is that a true thing? Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be, you know, you don't have to go crazy in a gym. It's just, just getting out and walking. And walking mm-hmm. is actually a pretty good exercise. So it's low impact. And, and actually, there's a lot of benefits to walking. So it doesn't have to be crazy exercise. Yeah. And even if you have a golf club in your hand. Yeah. Did, hey, did you walk, walk, did, did you walk today, walk John? Walk there you go. Did you, and did you get your, your swings in? Uh-huh. So, so, Steve. I did have, I had my RSV, my COVID, uh-huh. and my flu shot all on the same day. <laughs> all right. Oh, oh you're up. Good. I and did, after we talked, Steve, I, I did get um, my, um, what did I get? The COVID and um, the flu. Yeah, I got, um, I got two, I got the flu and the COVID. I haven't got the RSV. I should. A lot of physicians aren't recommending unless you have intrinsic lung disease like asthma or COPD or something. I have exercise asthma, so I'm 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 gonna get it. But um, yeah, it's it it can't hurt. And then the one I I still need to get, I need to get the shingles one. So I'm not mm, looking forward. I, I would, I, well, there was another study I was reading that was talking about the flu vaccine and the shingles vaccine in mm-hmm. reference to what you were speaking of, mental acuity. Yeah, it appears there is some tie-in. To, oh, absolutely! To preventing the onset of yep. dementia. Yep. That yep. those that those help prevent that. Yeah. Yep. There's a. It, I think the study was it looked at um, uh, vaccine. Um, you know, compliance with 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 uh, looking at um, the risk of dementia down the road. So the the more compliant you are with your vaccines like those, then the less likely you will develop. Um, you know, dementia. So yeah, it's it's definitely a thing. So. Oh. And here I thought it was just me doing my wordle and my crossword every day, not the vaccines too. <laughs> oh, that too. Well, hey, that that's, that's to work on your cognitive. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You were going right. to say well, something. Right. Yeah, you, you were going to say something before when I when we jumped off onto another subject. We were talking about it. Uh, 
a song and getting back together and how things meant. And I don't want to cut you off, John, if you had a thought that you no, wanted to throw in no, there. No, I, I, I just, you know, I guess um, the reason that I picked the songs that I did because of the fact that getting together with this group, it just reminds me how important not only family is, I mean, you know, you've, we've all heard that, that saying, you can't pick your family, but you get to pick your friends. And um, friendships are extremely important to me. And, and I realized how important it was to my mother, who lived to be 98 years old, because her social life is what kept her going. Yep. Mm -hmm. And um, I just had the fourth anniversary of her passing. But, you know, her, her, she lived a very full life, and it was because of her friends. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because of her kids. I mean, that we were part of it, but her friends are what she lived for. Mm -hmm. And you know, I doing could, things, yeah. Yep, they kept her going. Her golf, yep. she golfed until she was ninety-eight. She bowled that's, until she. That's impressive. Bowled <laughs> in airway lanes until she was ninety-eight years old. <laughs> She drove until she was 98. Wow. She drove herself to church, to the grocery yeah. store. That's um, wonderful. And then look at how many people are shut-ins, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I feel so fortunate and so blessed to have the friends in my life I do, because I do have, a, you know, a, a good number here, but to have you all, too, and going back to what we were just talking about, that preventing dementia and longevity, Again, there's more studies proving that those long-term friendships, those mm -hmm. help maintain that too. Mm -hmm. So, Yep, absolutely. And, so. and to all the listeners, because I said we were going to do this one for the listeners and you were talking to the listeners, for all the listeners who listen, have listened to this Comstock Breakfast Club show for you know the last year as we've put it on, what I want you to understand is what you're hearing is a group of people that... What's the figure, John? You're the best with numbers. How long have we all known one another? Is it 51, 52? Well, from 71 to yeah. 23, so. Yeah, 51. Add that up, 29, yeah. 52 years. 52 years we've all known At least, one another. Because I, I didn't come into this group until the ninth grade. Same right. here. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, mean, I, I knew Gina back in elementary school. So yeah. I was, was going to say, so. Gina, Steve, and I. Yeah, yeah Gina yeah, and I lived around. We yep. lived around, Gina and I lived around the corner Bell from Road. each other. Yeah. Bell Road, yep. Yeah. You're probably looking at 60 years. So we're looking at 60 years. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. but the, yeah. I get, I get, I, yeah. I was sequestered to the Catholic school with the nuns. <laughs> and I get, and I guess. Apparently, yeah. apparently I needed the discipline. <laughs> but, well, uh, it worked, John. Look, you turned out well. Yeah. Yes. But, but the whole, the whole. And Mary too. Yeah. And Mary too, yeah. You Mary, Mary all, 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 Renee Kodorak. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, Renee. Yeah. So, so, so the bulk of us, 52 years. Because that, yeah, 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 the bulk yeah. of us, 52 years. But I think, the, yep. the point behind that being that when you heard us a year ago in November and you heard us slip into in about 30 seconds as if no time had passed, for some of us it had been 40 years, almost 50 years since we talked to one another. But it speaks to the depth of the love and the friendship and the trust and respect that we have always had for one another and how those bonds folks, if you pursue them, they're not broken. Sometimes you just got to pick the phone up and call. Yeah, right. You know? you, I'm grateful for your pursuit, Kip, because I probably would not have reached out 
So I'm glad that you did. Oh, I'm obnoxious like that. Yeah. Once I get something <laughs> yeah. in my head, it's like, okay, we're going to do this. So, <laughs> but. Now, this has been a, a wonderful thing, I think, for all yeah. of us, you know, to so. kind oh, of absolutely. connect yeah. and yeah. actually get to know. Like, I never really knew Steve, you know. Yeah. I didn't know Tom Bennett. All I knew was, you know, you know Tom was. Thomas, and I, I never want to say anything out of school, but you know, Tom and I were, did not run in the same circle. Steve and I were in varsity yeah. choir together. We right. did plays together. Kip, Gina, you and I didn't really run the same circle, but Tom and I really did not. I mean, no, Tom you was and Tom Bob, didn't. Yeah. You know, and I was, you know, yeah. I, I was in choir and arts classes and stuff like that. But recently, because of what's you know where Tom is in his life, just this past week, Tom and I did a call with his daughter and with. Oh. The executive director of the center that I'm on, because of the fact that of a project that she's working on, and I don't really want to go into details, but that never would have happened right. if it wasn't for this. That's great. That's so, good. I mean, sorry, I just do what I, I as 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 people that know me today said, you did a kip. I, I did. Yeah. I did a kip with this. It was like this yeah. is the right thing to do. Very I'm fun. Do and it. Yeah. You, you, known, you know, you, but you done good, Kip. Us, but I love our group. Right. Yeah. So I promise I'm not going to spend my birthday next Tuesday in ER. Okay. Yeah. I will keep myself good. in good shape. Um, and then I don't know what I'm going to do with Thanksgiving weekend. I normally get up on Thanksgiving morning and I deliver meals for the mission. And if I feel like driving over to Kalamazoo, I will, you know, later on in the day. Maybe we'll see because I want to, there's a lot going on that I might, in terms of job stuff too, where I might have to jump on a plane on Sunday and go somewhere. But more than anything, what I want to wish you is the warmth and the love of friends and family. Yeah. That everybody's looking forward to next week. I wish you peace. I wish you gentleness, that you'd be treated that way by the people around you. And I wish you more than anything that you experience and feel the love that everybody has for you and the admiration and respect. Oh, that's a nice sentiment. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Kip. Thanks, Kip. Yeah. And thank you. All right. I don't know when you're going to do it, but happy All right. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving and happy birthday, Diana. Thank you. Happy birthday to you, Diana. Happy early birthday, Kip. Happy birthday to you, Kip, too. Early birthday. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Love you all. Love you all. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome to the stage Mr. Joe Cocker. Let's hear it. Mr. Joe Cocker. Down. When a man loves a woman, 
spin his very last time Trying to hold on to what he needs He gave up all of his comforts Sleep out in the rain Lord, she said that's where it should be When a man loves a woman I give everything I have Trying to hold on to my little high-class love
Oh yeah, I don't wanna do 
Just before it rained, 
They rode us all the way to New Orleans. I pulled my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana. I was playing soft while Bobby sang the blues. When she whopper slapping time, I was holding Bobby's hand in mine. We sang every song that Java knew. Another word for nothing left to lose. Nothing. I mean, nothing, honey, if it ain't free.
music and, and the people who asked for it, why they asked for it, and, and, and a pretty good conversation that actually turned into a pretty thoughtful, deep conversation. Hang in because there's more music coming. Uh, but, but I want to point a couple things out. You, you not only heard the conversation, but you heard the whys behind why people picked what they picked. Um, and, and just uh, a couple of notes. Um, the Joe Cocker one was a live one done in Detroit. And then it was Jill that asked for Unchained Melody, and that was live in Ann Arbor. Um, so, so those were recorded close to home, you know? close to Kalamazoo, and, and as a matter of fact, Elvis played his second to the last concert ever in his life in, in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And, and it, uh, that's on purpose. Like I said, this is a very profound time of year for me. Um, not only has the last 18 months been tough, but uh, that's starting to come out of that. It looks like there's some good job offers. I have conversations had conversations all this week, have conversations all next week to try and solidify some contracts. In terms of my personal life, uh, to be honest, the last seven years have been really hard. And, and these people, three, three crews of people saw me through the last seven years. The, the folks you're listening to tonight, and, and all of you, even if you're not part of the conversation with us at, at Comstock, there were points in time when I had to think back to, to everyone I'd ever known and not wanting to let you down. Um, I'm not going to go into the gory details, but I will tell you very much. I lost everything. Um, damn near died. Uh, and it wasn't medical. <laughs> and, and you all saw me through my hair and crew, of course, that you hear from here all the time. Nicole, uh, who is such an incredible, wonderful partner in my life, and, and, and my hair and crew, Paige and Jen, Julie and Steve, you know, Dominic and... and good friends like, like Ash and, and Danny Burke, and, uh, and a third group, the group that I worked with and, and was the manager for all the way through the pandemic. We lived through things, went through things you can't even imagine. But, but it is a time of reflection for me. This is always a time of reflection for me, a time of gratitude and thankfulness. I actually fixed uh, for myself yesterday a true Thanksgiving dinner for the first time in seven years and sat down and ate it after I got done delivering uh, meals for the mission and, and cooking for another shelter in town when I got home uh, yesterday evening and, and taking care of those things. Uh, things are starting to actually begin to be normal as I recover from the events of, of six and seven years ago, finally. And, and so the, the songs that I'm going to play and the reason I'm going to play them is really simple. There's a wonderful song by Mary Gauthier called Mercy Now. And uh, it means a lot to me. I want you to listen to it lyrically. Um, there's a whole story in these songs. And then uh, Jackson Brown with Running On Empty, which is the story of my life. Just running on, you know, no matter what. My favorite band in the world, Lucero, with a tune called Sometimes and a tune called Fistful of Tears. Listen to them and you'll understand it about the things that haunt us and the things that we move forward from. And then I used this about a year ago and I'm going to use it again. I went and saw Bruce on Broadway Live and, and listened to this exact intro to the song um, as he told it to the audience and then the song itself. Uh, and it's so profound and so meaningful. 
you know. So here's my wish. My wish is uh, if you're a Comstock person, you know, you're welcome in those, in those meetings we have. You know, all you got to do is let me know and I'll generate a meeting invite for you. And I thank you for being who you are and still being my friend after all these years. And no matter who you are, no matter where you are, as I come out of my birthday, as we're in Thanksgiving weekend, wherever you are, whoever you are, I wish you peace and happiness. Take a breath, look around at the people around you because that's what's real and that's all we have. You know, why, why do I run that, that benefit and, and charity? Because we're all we got. We're it. We are the cavalry. And there's nothing else we can do except be that cavalry for people, but be there for people and not shame them and, and not come from a savior standpoint, but just being part of humanity and helping people out. But whoever you are, I wish you peace. I wish you happiness. I wish you kindness. I wish you connection with other human beings. I wish for you all the good things in life and know that whoever you are, wherever you are, I'm Kip Williams, and I got your back. Desolation Angel Radio. We'll close out with the music, and I thank you for being alive, being on the planet, and just being who you are. My father could use a little mercy now. of his labor falling right slowly on the ground his work is almost over it won't be long he won't be around I love my father he could use some mercy now My brother Could use a little mercy now He's a stranger to freedom He's shackled to his fear and his It's almost more than living will allow I love my brother He could use some mercy now My church and my country Could use a little mercy now They sank into a poison pit It's gonna take forever to climb out They carry the weight of the faithful Who follow them down I love my church and country 
could use some mercy now Every living thing could use a little mercy now
tonight is silent It's louder than a train Sounding like my father's voice Calling out my name Boy, you just don't realize What you really spend Running up and down the tracks To hell and back again All you got is family All you got is time
my idea And I never thought the end was so near And now a heart full of snakes A belly full of rage Left me with a fist full of tears And now we're the ocean We're here to see And after I'm gone Just remember me sometimes The water's deep, dark and blue And there ain't nothing left to do Now darling, be strong I'll cross before long I wait on the far shores for you And now we're every ocean We're every sea One day the waters Bring it back to me I never done one thing right Now I'm saying goodbye Hell darling don't cry Never done one thing right, and I'm saying goodbye. Hell, darling, don't cry. What is Cheryl from Tennessee? Thank you for hanging out with us. Cheers, y'all. It was a beautiful fall, November evening. It was during the writing of my book. I drove back to my neighborhood where I grew up looking for, uh, but I still don't have a fucking clue. Uh, <laughs> but uh, all I know is the streets were dead empty and the whole place looked like it had been locked down since 1955. My corner church was silent and unchanged, no weddings, no funerals. I, rolled slowly another 50 yards up my block to visit my great tree, and it was gone. It had been cut to the street since the last time that I drove through. So I got out of the car, and I looked down, and there was a square of musty earth that held the remaining snakes of its roots on the edge of the parking lot. So I reached down, picked up a handful of dirt, and I just kind of ran it through my hands. And my heart sank like, like a kid who'd suffered some irretrievable loss, you know, like some, some piece of me was gone. Um, I 
know. I guess I... It was just that it had been there long before I was. I assumed it would be there long after I was gone, and I liked that. It, it felt eternal. It was, at the, it was at the center of our street, and it had rooted our neighborhood for so long. So I sat there for a while just cursing the county and listening to the sounds of the evening come on. And I looked again and I realized it was gone, but some, some essential piece of it was still there, the air and the space above its roots. I could still feel life and the soul and the light. My childhood friend there, it's just that its leaves, its branches, and its massive trunk were now outlined, shot through by evening stars and sky. But my great tree's life couldn't be ended or erased so easily from this place because it's history, and history matters. Its imprint was too great, it was too old, and it was too strong, and it had been there too long to be done away with so easily. It had stood witness to everything that had happened on these small streets beneath its arms. All the joy and all the heartbreak and all the life. And when we live amongst ghosts, always trying to reach us from that shadow world, they're with us every step of the way. You know, my dead father's still with me every day. I miss him. And if I had a wish, oh, man, I, I wish he could have been here to see this. But I visit with him every night, a little bit. That's a grace-filled thing. And Clarence, I get to... I get to see him be with Clarence a little bit every night. And Danny, Walter, Bart, my own family, so many of them gone from these houses that are now filled by strangers, but the soul, soul is a stubborn thing. Doesn't dissipate so quickly. Souls remain. They remain here in the air in empty space, dusty roots, and sidewalks that I knew every single inch of like I knew my own body as a child, and in the songs that we sing. You know, that is why we sing. We sing for our blood and for our people because that's all we have at the end of the day. Each other, and maybe that's what I'm looking for when I go down there. I just want to commune with the old spirits, stand in their presence, feel their hands on me. One more time. Uh, anyway, once again, I stood in the shadow of my old church, you know. You know what they say about Catholics. Yeah, there's no getting out. 
No, no, you know, it's, they got you, they got you. The bastards got you when the getting was good. They did their work hard and they did it well. Because the words of a very strange but all too familiar benediction came back to me that evening. And I want to tell you these were words that as a kid, I mumbled these things, I sing-songed them, I chanted them, bored out of my fucking mind in an endless drone before class every fucking day. Every day, the green blazer, the green tie, the green trousers, the green socks of all of St. Rose's unwilling disciples. <laughs> you know, but for some damn reason, as I sat there on my street that night, you know, mourning, mourning my old tree, and once again surrounded by God, those are the words that came back to me and they flowed differently. Was our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on this earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, just give us this day and forgive us our sins our trespasses as we may forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, all of us, forever and ever. Amen. Oh, may God bless you, your family, and all those that you love. And thanks for coming out tonight.
Palo semi-powered drones scream down the boulevard. The girls comb their hair in rearview mirrors, and the boys try to look so hard. The amusement park rises bold and stark. Kids are huddled on the beach of the mist. I'm more down with you, Wendy, on the street tonight. In an everlasting kiss The highways jam with broken heroes On a last chance power drive Everybody's out on the run tonight But there's no place left to hide So together when we'll live with the sadness I'll love you with all the madness in my soul. Someday, girl, I don't know when we're gonna get to that place where we really wanna go and we'll walk in the sun. Telling tramps like us, baby, we were born.